This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Uh, so the An Unearthly Child Part 2, although back in the, the olden days of Doctor Who, uh, and I guess currently happening in these days as well, um, the, the episodes have their own titles, like they have their own individual titles, uh, each episode. So this now, next one is called The Cave of Skulls. Um, so we're just going to barrel on into The Cave of Skulls. Uh, we see a beardy man with long hair who's looking at the TARDIS, uh, the police box TARDIS. Um, it looks like we've landed on the planet of the baristas. Uh- <laughs> Uh, and then there's we're in a cave somewhere and a bunch of people are watching some guy roll a bone between his hands over a fireplace and uh, there's an old woman who says where's the fire that Zar makes his father showed him how to sharpen stones and kill bears but not how to make fire oh they're cave people bless it's uh, we're in prehistoric times Um, he asked the old woman how the fire was made and she said I never watched him <laughs> I never had nothing to do with no fire. Uh, there's a woman who's helping him by throwing ash, or as they call it, the dead fire. Um, and she says, whoever makes fire is the leader. Uh, some other bloke apparently has gone off to get meat, and her dad's going to give her to him if this guy she's hanging around with doesn't make fire. So she obviously likes old mate bony hands. Um, just trying to make fire by rolling a bone around. Um, but uh, Dad's going to hook her up with someone else. I'm gathering it's the guy that's looking at the TARDIS. Um, inside the TARDIS, the uh, doctor says the Eurometer isn't calculating properly. Oh, my God, it's a Eurometer. <laughs> Because uh, it says zero. Um, oh, I get it. Because we're at the dawn of humankind. Uh, the doctor says um, about the scanner, the 
the rocky business. He says, oh, that's that's outside the ship, sand and rock. And Ian won't believe it. Ian, Ian calls him Dr. Foreman. And he goes, what, Dr. Who? Oh, my God. I can't believe that joke's been going for 60 years now. <laughs> like episode two was the first one where he said, but Doctor Who, what's he talking about? Um, amazing. It's so weird, like, because I haven't watched this in years. I forgot how much of this stuff still turns up in the show. Like, I thought when Stephen Moffat kept doing that Doctor Who thing that he thought he was being clever, and instead he, <laughs> he was just being nostalgic. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the doctor and Susan uh, look at the readings and the doctor says uh, oh, he'll take the Geiger counter with him and he's like we've gone back in time and he, Ian argues that time only goes in one direction and that is forward but Barbara believes that Barbara's like nah it's totally happening um, the doctor opens the door and they see outside that they're no longer in the junkyard uh, so this, they have actually moved. Uh, the doctor goes out with a, a satchel. He's going to go and get some samples. Uh, Ian goes to go outside and then he has a dizzy spell. Uh, the door shuts behind them. Uh, outside, he's again flabbergasted by the whole thing. The doctor's like, the doctor's like, it's still a police box. Why hasn't it changed? Dear, dear. Very disturbing. Um, oh, because this is, this is the thing. Like, remember Ruth's TARDIS, Ruth's TARDIS, the Ruth Doctor, the Fugitive Doctor's TARDIS was a police box and she supposedly predated uh, this Doctor. So how did she still have a police box? And I suspect that this TARDIS likes being a police box. <laughs> and this is that same TARDIS. So I reckon when she was uh, taken back to Gallifrey, had her mind wiped um, and was, you know, turned back into the, you know, became this doctor who thought they were the, they were the first doctor, uh, that the, the TARDIS was repaired, um, you know, because they've impounded it, they've repaired it, and so then it just looks like the cylinder thing. <laughs> and this TARDIS that has been travelling with this doctor for a long time before now and remembers the doctor from before. So, you know, in the... Is it the name of the doctor where Clara goes back in time and says, no, not that, that one, this one? Um... So she's pointing the Doctor towards the TARDIS that the Doctor used to travel in when the Doctor was the Fugitive Doctor, when it was the Joe Martin Doctor, um, and however many there were before that when Tiki Tiki Takta was, you know, fiddling with their poor DNA when they were a kid. Um, so, yeah, like that, it had been fixed, it had been repaired, but how often? How often, I ask you, do you take your car down to the mechanic and three days later, the orange engine light comes back on the dashboard and you're like, I just got this fixed. What is wrong with you? 
I think it's that. <laughs> I think the chameleon circuit never really worked. <laughs> And it was repaired briefly for a little while when, you know, and then now it's busted again. Uh, anyway, that's my theory. I have a, a theory that stretches back before the first episode uh, into the Chibnall Fugitive Doctor era. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's... That's my theory, and I'm sticking with it. Uh, anyway, well, the doctor starts digging in the dirt, and the creepy barista uh, creeps up on him. Um, meanwhile, Barbara finds an old skull uh, that could be a horse. Susan says it's weird that the TARDIS hasn't changed. She's like, it's been an ionic column and a sedan chair. Uh, see, it worked for a little while. It worked, and then it just, like, you know, like a... A busted barina. <laughs> it just went, nah, that thing that you got fixed at the mechanics is still broken. Um, or it was something else. Like they fixed that one thing and then another thing broke. You know, it happens all the time. Like it's probably really old. Like it was a Type 40. It's, you know, it's ancient. Um, <laughs> uh, so I also think that the perception filter and the chameleon circuit are somehow interlinked and it's got something to do with the the psychic circuits or whatever they're called <laughs> you know there's the there's like you know the TARDIS is slightly psychic um the telepathic circuits um so I reckon the perception filter and so the chameleon circuit is the thing that makes it turn into something else uh, and the perception filter makes you believe that it's that thing instead of realising that it's humming and somehow, you know, rippling with life and energy. Uh, so when they come into the the junkyard and see that there's this huge police box there and they don't really notice it at first because the perception filter is still working and then they're like oh there's a police box here and it's like why is that here and that's when the perception filter just got overloaded by them needing to know where Susan was so they're very inquisitive and it's kind of snapped the tele telepathic circuits a bit and the perception filter has busted and it, it's it's taken it's taken the the chameleon circuit down with it and so now it's just like oh yeah now I was in this shape before I'm just gonna stay here um and it's it, it stays broken just like because later on the sixth doctor fixes it at one point uh and it breaks again. So I think it's just something that just doesn't work in this particular model. <laughs> this TARDIS just likes being a box. Um, anyway, I've talked about the TARDIS liking being a box for so long. Uh, <laughs> I've barely gotten through her at the start of episode two. What is wrong with this podcast? <laughs> All right. Uh... <laughs> We're watching An Unearthly Child. Um, I've been theorising my, my my business off. Uh, just theorising like crazy all over the shop uh, about perception filters, chameleon circuits, and why the Fugitive Doctor had a police box. I'm, I'm quite happy with my theorising, I've got to say. I think I, I feel comfortable with how all this works. Um, I've explained it to myself, the canon. <laughs> You know what's weird? It's like it's something I don't really care about that much. Like, I'm not crazy about canons. Um, but anyway. 
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.